Welcome to another episode of Reeducating Dad. The re the <laughs> got all caught up in my I was tongue tied there. The cross generational talk show where silver haired wisdom both educates blissful youthfulness and at the same time gets re educated, or at least that's what my co host and daughter thinks, right, little tone? Definitely. Yeah. Sorry about that uh, rather clumsy introduction. But, you know, like we say here, everything's live and whatever happens, happens. Happens. That's right. So your favourite time of the year. How was your Halloween weekend? It was really good, thank you. Um, We went to a immersive Halloween experience called Shocktober at Tully's Pumpkin Farm. Um, It's one of the biggest Halloween events since the 90s. Very, very popular you go into these kind of mazes where people jump out at you and I was really really scared to go but it ended up being super super fun and I think I'll probably go next year it was great Tom and I painted our whole bodies red and we had little horns on and we went as a Mr and Mrs Devil uh, or something <laughs> well, now, now that you've said that and I've of course seen the costumes in the last couple of minutes uh, you need to post those pictures on the Reeducating Dad Facebook page Okay, I mean they are silly, but I will post. No, they're them. not. They're great. They're, I think your costumes are fantastic. I, I love the way Halloween has become so big in, in the UK, and because I, you know, we used to live in the states, as you know, and it was very big there. Um, and it's always been a little bit, you know, when I was young, it was nothing here really, but now it's becoming more and more um, something that's being marked, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I found it really strange. I have a friend from Lithuania who told me that she's never carved a pumpkin before till this year. And I was like, what? Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know whether it was something that you and mum decided, but we've always celebrated Halloween. You know, mum would always sort of like um, encourage us to get dressed up and have friends around and play silly games. And even my friend's parents would always like do Halloween things as well. Um, you bought us The Nightmare Before Christmas really early. So that would that would always be like a and hocus pocus so that would always be like a um halloween tradition to watch those films i just think it's such fun i don't know why anyone wouldn't do it it's like the most fun holiday ever and i always get dressed up even though i'm 34 <laughs> well I, th- I think i think it's terrific uh, you, well of course we had a bit of an american influence didn't we because i did I did so much work with americans and so on so it was always quite a big part of our lives but anyway Kick, did you sir Sorry, before you go on, but yeah. Kick did always used to bring back bags of candy corn for me when you went to America and you came back around Halloween time. Because we don't get candy corn over here. Very sweet. But I used yeah. to love it. Like the little triangular orange things. Yeah, well, she loves she loves Halloween too, but we you really need to have some kiddies around. But anyway, it's it's actually quite big in the village here in Elmley Castle. So you know they 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 mark it pretty well. The kids all get out and about, and it's great to great to see because we're up a little private road. They tend to forget about us, which is a you have to put a big pumpkin outside. So well, we did know that last the- last year. We did that, and we didn't get a single kid, which was like really upsetting. Aww. Anyway, we need to be talking about what we should be talking about. So what I want to talk about today is uh, really the Insulate Britain planks. <laughs> oh, good. Off to a good start, I see. Not as, though, not as though I've given any clue as to how I feel about this issue. Um, but where are you? Where do you stand on, you know, I mean, we've 
in the past we've talked about extinction rebellion uh, to you know to a large extent uh this they seem to be some kind of an offshoot for those who don't live in the uk insulate britain is um, a sort of offshoot of uh, Extinction Rebellion, uh, but it's UK-focused. The idea is that they glue themselves to motorways and generally make a bright pain of themselves and stop people getting to hospital and getting to their work. And they well, think, you've already laced that with lots and lots of I know, but well, I'm, I'm going to let you come back. Of course I am, uh, with your alternative views, Um but uh, alternative, alternative views. yes your alternative views i'm not saying that they're only less valid than mine but of course they nice. are less valid than mine but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway this is the, the idea they, their idea is that that uh, they have to make the public suffer because that way the public will then you know realize what a huge issue this is and their demands are that the, the uk government should pay for the cost of insulating every home in in the UK. That's that's essentially their demand. That's not true. That's not their aim. Okay, their, over to, over aim... to you. Over to you. Fine. Insulate Britain are an environmental activist group formed by people involved in the global environment. You're not reading, are you? In rebellion. You're not reading, are you? <laughs> well, I'm not reading. I'm not reading from their website. I'm reading from somewhere less biased. I'd rather hear it from um, your heart. Okay, well, they... So, so where, where have you gone? I'm right here. Um, they believe in using civil disobedience as a tactic to help create positive change. And I believe those tactics also work, even though they are disruptive and annoying... They are the reason why so much positive change has happened in the past. For instance, the suffragettes and how we ended up with the women's vote or how the first uh, trans person threw a brick at a police officer and we ended up having, uh, you know, protected rights for trans people. Um, yes, it's annoying. Yes, it upsets lots of people. But actually, their reasons for doing it are very valid. They don't believe that the government should pay for all insulation. They believe that they should pay for insulating social housing. Um, and, and by making sure that all houses are insulated efficiently by 2030, which is the target anyway. But you agree that their, their tactic is to glue themselves to the roads and not get out of the way of people who are, for instance, wanting to get to hospital. Uh, you know, there was a guy whose mother was having a stroke and he couldn't get to hospital. He couldn't get at a hospital. As a result of that, she's been permanently disabled. Um, there have been many, many incidences of people not being able to get to critical medical appointments and they seem to be totally unmoved. Their, their position seems to be, well, yes, you're going to have to suffer this because this this is such a big, important issue that uh, many, many people around the world are going to die. Um, they are. They so, already so, are dying. So, well, it uh, is an important issue. I, I don't think it's quite as simple as that. But, but um, you know, why? What? If you take that view, any group with any idea that they want to press for any any campaign they want to do, they can just block roads, stop people from making a living, 
stop people getting to school, stop people to getting to hospitals, and that is all fair game, is it? Um, it is a human right, the right to protest. What, without, with, with, without any limitation? Uh, not without, um, there aren't repercussions, sorry, there aren't not re uh, legal repercussions from doing something illegally, but, but, and I'm not saying that those people, the thing is, is I think that these people are willingly using their privilege to uh, become a nuisance. And the problem is, that does actually work. It, it, it's proven to work. It's well, a proven it tactic. I don't, okay, well, well, let's no, look at history. On. No, no, let's no, look, look at history. No, yeah. no, we can come back to that. I, 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 I am quite actually sympathetic to the, to the point of view you're putting forward. But on this particular thing, um, you know, it's quite right that the... In fact, the suffragettes, I think, even described themselves as terrorists at one point. Um, you know, and, and we can have a discussion around that and... And I think it's a valid discussion to be had. But this is a much more nuanced campaign. Um, it, it's it, not nuanced at all. There's nothing new. The thing is, is if you actually, the, whoever is, uh, you know, working with, um, what's it called? SEO is making damn sure that um, the Insulate Britain's website is really, really low down when you're searching for the, what, what they are about. What's that going to do with um, what we're talking about? So, because I'm about to explain. Okay. So it's very hard for people to not just see when they type in Insulate Britain, everything that comes up is, you know, press, the press basically talking about what idiots they are and how much they're causing disruption. Well, that's because what actually... that's what that, the I'm reason not... that that's coming up is because thinking... I know, but uh, this, I know, is, but this I know, is a discussion. It's it's not, this is a conversation. <laughs> it's not, um, a, you know, a, a plenary a presentation. Um, so, so, conversation so means we, that you let other people speak. Yeah, so let me speak then. <laughs> you, you <bastard>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the reason that it's coming up in SEO is not because anyone's manipulated the SEO. The reason it's coming up is because that's what the public thinks. The, the public generally think that they are a right bunch of pains. And, no, and that is what people it's like actually, using. No, it's not. That's it's not it's actually, no, no. It's actually putting people off. People who are otherwise very sympathetic to the whole climate change issue, which I, you know I am, um, are put off by these planks because really their goal, they, they say that their goal is to get all houses. And I would say this is, they've definitely said this in every interview I've seen them. They haven't limited it to social housing at all. They want all. They, they want the government to pay for the insulation of all houses, and they and their goal, their objective, is to keep on doing these kinds of disruptive protests until the government makes a meaningful statement about what they're going to do. What's a meaningful statement going to look like? Okay, you know, you've you've caused so much disruption. We are now going to pay for the entire insulation of all houses in you know in in the country i mean it's a completely ridiculous objective anyway why is it ridiculous well who's going to pay for it you're sympathetic i'm talking well to answer my question who's going to pay for it well we're we're ultimately going to pay for it one way or another we're either going to pay for it financially or we're going to pay for it later in life when we've absolutely messed up the planet Okay, well, let's say that let's say that the government was to 
concede and say, right, we're, we're going to f- do whatever it takes to insulate every home in the country, right? That right. We, the UK represents less than 2% of the world's emissions. That won't even move the dial. So what's the point in you having uh, green energy then as one person in England that's made up of that one, you know, 2% that you've just mentioned? Why have you bothered to get green energy? Because I can afford to do it. Um, uh, and uh, I think it's a it, it it's something that I should do for not only for myself um, in in term, because for us it work it, it it is actually a very good use of money um, uh, having solar panels and a and a Tesla battery in the garage um, that and being on the Tesla energy plan that is something which works you know very well in financial terms for us, but I can afford to make the outlay, the investment that needed to be made, and it's a very substantial investment. I've got a different question for you. Okay, please do ask. You, do, you think, do you think that more change comes from you eating vegan or you talking to lots and lots of people about why you went vegan and you know how to go vegan? What, what do you think creates more positive change? Well, out of those two options, me no, 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 I mean, what, what, no. What, what out of what options then? Your options are is that you just get on with your life and eat vegan on your own, mm-hmm. or you mm-hmm. eat vegan and you tell lots of people about it, and you campaign about it, and you talk to people about it, and you get them on board. What do you think creates more positive change? Well, absolutely the latter, because well, exactly. yes, but they're not. It, uh, the way I would talk to people, and I've heard you say this yourself, that, you know, you, you, you actually, you're probably less strong than I am on trying to convince people to go vegan. From what That's I, not uh, true. I just have different tactics. Yes, but your tactics are to, like the same as mine. Your tactics are to talk respectfully to people and not sit on their drives and not let them out of their houses. You'd never do that. I know you no, but No, but you have to understand there is only a certain amount of time that you can talk politely to people before you have to say our planet is on fire and we need to do something about it. The, the world is. Well, made why aren't you out there then gluing yourself to the roads? Because I, I'm not comfortable doing it. Why? I'm not, that, that's not because that's not my type of activism. Why? Because it, it, I just am, I'm, I'm uncomfortable physically putting, I feel unsafe. I, I'm not an, a, as much well, as I might come across as an aggressive person, I'm not a very aggressive person in person. In person. Well, it, might I'm it not, not be that you don't think it's particularly effective? Because I've heard you no, talk I about... Believe it's, I believe it's effective. I, no, I need to be clear about this. There is absolutely a place for physical campaigning. And I believe that at some point, all of us are going to have to get on the street and campaign. All of us. Because we absolutely cannot continue going on the way that we're going. Now, I'm not going sure to that make... my method would be gluing myself to the to the floor, like insulate Britain. And I don't think that my method would be blowing up parts of London like the suffragettes did. But I certainly think that I would be creating some sort of civil disobedience. But you do understand that once you allow any group with a cause to indulge in aggressive protests, and I mean by aggressive protests, protests protest that stop people going about their lawful activities, you do realise that once you allow one group to do that, there's no end to it. It doesn't well, that's matter. Always been, that's 
always been the case, Dad. That's not like new information. That has always been the case. Look at the riots in Brixton. Look at how many wealthy people complained about how those riots in Brixton were like, oh, they're just a bunch of thugs, you know, breaking into shops and stealing things. No, there were people that were abused by the system year after year, having their, you know, their, um, uh, sorry, what's the word? Their, oh, shoot, I've forgotten the word. You know, people that people that are in the system that are getting help from the government, they're having their money slashed all the time. And and there's only so long that you can just keep getting kicked in the back before you have to get up and do something. And rioting does work. I'm not suggesting everyone goes out and riots. I'm just saying that you can't not look at history. But that's exactly that what you're suggesting. Tactic. No, but you're not thinking this through with all due respect, because if you're saying that you've got a riot and it does achieve something, then you, you're really saying anybody who's got a cause, they just should go out and be aggressive and cause damage, smash windows and all that That is sort not of thing. what I'm saying. I think it, it is. What's, with, what does right I, mean? I'm saying, it, it, I believe it starts with peaceful, respectful conversation. And I think that, you know, it, there's only so long that you can do that and be ignored by your government. You know, at some point, we, you know, if we continue, let's just stick to climate change. If we continue going down this route with our, you know, our planet being depleted of all of its resources, people abusing it left, right and centre, the, the heat going up and up and up. You know, there's a Paris agreement in place where we're not supposed to go over one point, sorry, 1.5 Celsius. And we actually have to do something to prevent that happening. We can't just say we're going to do it. Nearly 15% of the UK's total emissions comes from heating homes. So that is a considerable percentage. It's not nothing. So I, yes, I, I but, actually... but, but, but I say again, we omit less than 2% of the world's emissions. So what difference would it make even if we were to make that, you know, if we made that substantial investment, we would impoverish people. If you're really but concerned... We, have to, we can only look at the Britain, we can only look at Britain because that's where our voice matters. Our voice doesn't really matter in any other country. I'm afraid so that, that climate change doesn't mean that we shouldn't lead by example. I'm afraid that climate change does not recognise UK, China, India or any international borders. Climate change is a global phenomenon. So does that mean that we don't do nothing because China aren't doing anything? We've got That's to, not the way there's, to... There's a balance to be struck because, you know, we, we, if we were to pay for the insulation of every single home, the, and the cost would be absolutely enormous. And in fact, as this, really, this debate is a very valuable debate, because as this debate continues, you, you, you sort of realise that the practicalities really don't match up to the, um, uh, to the, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to use, but to, to the, uh, I can't think of the word I want to use, begins with A. And it's one can't of those days. Of it. Uh, yeah, we're both a bit lost for words. But the but uh, it doesn't match up to what we're um, it, it, what we're trying to achieve. Like, for instance, take the take the what, take the aspect of heat pumps. Right, there's a huge thing about heat pumps. The government has said that they will pay, that they will, you know, they will give a grant of five thousand pounds for you to put a heat pump in. Now, this is something that I know quite a lot about, uh, only because I bought a house built for a heat pump. 
which has a heat pump, you know, and, and uh, you know, I, I know what the drawbacks are and what the advantages are of that heat pump. But I also know that if you put a heat pump into a home that isn't designed, it hasn't been built from the ground up for a heat pump, it's going to do you more harm than good. So that the government just goes charging off in that direction because it's it's motivated by all these people who are gluing themselves to roads, when it really hasn't been thought out and you know and it needs to be thought through in 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 a, in a way that's going to work for everyone. Well, I'm personally glad that people are doing something because I think it's a real issue and I, I it, it really worries me. I'm not I'm not someone that I don't believe that our household is guilty of uh, using lots of energy inefficiently um, because we basically never have the heating on. We're really good at turning off all the switches. But we basically just live in coldness all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um... But I, I know from my, from my friends based in European countries that their houses are so much better insulated than we insulate ours in Britain. Like if, you, if you go anywhere in Europe... They are. They just know how to build houses better than we did. Yes, that's um, true. But but th there's a reason for that, and that's it's called the Alps. I mean, you know, because I remember well, they the, all the, live in the Alps, do they? No, they don't. But they don't all have very well insulated homes either. Um, the, the, I can remember my first skiing holiday when I was about well less than twenty years old, and I I, I can remember being blown away by the fact that I was in an alpine chalet um, and it was warm as toast with, you know, minus many, minus many degrees outside with thick snow, you know, very thick snow. And I couldn't feel any warmth from the radiators. Why? Because the, the insulation was so fantastic that you didn't need a lot of heat. And that is now actually true of the house that I now live in, which is a modern house, four years old, built for a you know a heat pump, built for all electric heating. And it's like that. You hardly ever feel any heat in the radiators. It's a completely different concept to a gas-fired central heating system where you get red-hot radiators, don't you? You turn on the radiators and they become red-hot. That's because they've got to do all that work to, to, to catch up with all the heat that's leaking through the windows and through the roof and through the door, cracks in the doors and so on. You're uh, never going to get social housing. I mean, in social housing, like there's black mold, the drafty windows, yeah. you know, there's missing floorboards. It's, I mean, they literally, you know, look at Grenfell Tower. They didn't even put, you know, you know, they had their flammable cladding on the outside of the building. That's how badly it was built. It was not built with safety in mind. And so it's, pe it's people like that that I think about when I look at what Insulate Britain are doing. They're not looking at people like you and me who are in our houses. They're looking at people that are living in these huge tower blocks that have completely inefficient houses like flats. I think you know, they're, they're total idiots. Parts. I've listened to them. I think they're total idiots. When I hear them interviewed, none of them has an insulated house that I've heard yet. Oh, you've disappeared. Your video's gone. Hello? Am I on my own here? Ooh. Hello? I've lost Tony. I've lost my little tone. 
I hope it wasn't something I said. Are you back? My computer said no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'm an idiot. Not today, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back. No, I think they're idiots. Um, I, not one of them that I've heard being interviewed has even insulated their own home. And when challenged with that, they say, oh, no, don't attack me personally. No, you can't talk about my personal situation. We're talking about everyone. Well, it starts with what you're doing yourself. And, and I think to say that they can afford to insulate their well, own house. Maybe they can't. I don't know. But the, the, but the fact of the matter is you have to practice, you know, you have to practice what you preach. You have to find a but way. Dad, you've just said yourself that it's not affordable for anyone. You've literally just said I didn't it's say not it wasn't affordable, affordable for any everyone. If so they're, do you think if I can they are, to do it? It, well, do you think I can afford to do it. No, I don't think you can. But you're not and, out and on. You you're not out. You're not out on the. You're not out on the street. No, but you say that I have a reasonable salary. Well, I, yeah, how can I answer that? Well, just, just say, would you say that I have a normal salary for someone my age, my experience? I don't know what that means, normal. I don't know. I, th there are different markets and there are different okay. salaries according to... Everyone people. that's listening to us online, I earn 27000 a year. And I would say that that is quite reasonable, if not on the higher end of people of the same experience of me in my area so if someone like me who's paid not badly for my age can't afford to insulate my house then how the hell are people that are living in like social housing supposed to do it how the hell are people that are being paid minimum wage supposed to do it how are people that are being paid just a little bit over minimum wage supposed to do it how the hell is the government supposed to do it we we make up the majority no but the point is is like this cop 26 meeting this is exactly where they're supposed to talk about how they're going to do it. But they don't. They just talk about crap and they don't actually do anything. I mean, you heard you must have heard that Russia have said that they'll look at carbon neutrality by 2060. Yes. And, and India says 2070. I know. What the hell are we going to do? Well, we, you know, it may be that we won't be able to do anything. But what I do. But but and we'll just all die in, in fire. <laughs> Yes, just the UK, just the UK impoverishing itself and therefore making itself less able to support the NHS and support people who need to put food on the table. And they're not doing either of those things, Dad. Yes, they are doing those things. No, they're they, not. No, they the may NHS not. is being run into the ground and they're not providing people. We, 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 we are providing more to the NHS than has ever been provided ever before by any government of either colour. You can, you can keep providing money to the NHS and it will never be enough. Never. You can keep providing money for people who are homeless who are impoverished, who can't pay for their children, it will never be enough, ever. So, But it's okay for all of our MPs to get massive bonuses and for them to be sitting on fat paychecks. Well, that's a different subject. It's okay subject. for them to be on 200,000 a year when we don't even pay a basic nurse 30,000 a year. We don't want to get off. That is actually a far more experienced job than someone that's being yeah, an but, MP. But where's your solution? Where's your solution? Where's your solution? My solution is that MPs take a living wage. They live on a living Th wage. They won't and they do the job. They like to live like normal people. That's not reality. They won't do the job. 
But people will be nurses for thirty thousand pounds. Yes. They'll work in music for twenty-seven thousand pounds. Yes. Yes. So why on earth wouldn't they be an MP if they were passionate about politics? Well, I have to ask you that. Why aren't you an MP then? Because I'm not passionate about politics. No, exactly. So, so, well, there you are. These are no, all, these things are, are all determined. All there these things. That is their calling in life. All these things are determined by the market. So the, the, the market for the job that you do, the market for the job that I do, the market for the job that MPs do, the pay that they get is determined by the market. The, the, job, the, the enormous amount of money that footballers get, that's not... Yes, I disagree with it. Yeah. I disagree with it. It's it, disgusting. But what are you going to put in its place? Are you going to have a committee that decides what everyone gets paid? That's called communism. No, I don't think that. But I do think that there should be a cap. I think there should be a cap on the amount that you can earn in positions like being MPs. You're supposed to be serving the public. How are you supposed to serve the public if you are literally so removed from reality that you couldn't possibly know what their life is like? Well, I think you'll get... no one, no one that is being representative of the people living in poverty. I, I this is a this is a subject that is well worth talking about, but it, but we're getting way off topic. What we're talking about here is climate change and. I submit to you that where the UK represents less than 2% of the world's emissions, there isn't really a great deal that we can do without buy-in from the rest of the world. And the huge emitters are America, China, I should say China first, China, America, India, Australia. There are huge emitters in the world and who are not really getting involved in the program at all and without them getting involved in the program there isn't a lot of use us doing anything other than trying to persuade and persuading is what we should try and do and we should try and do it in the most respectful and persuasive way that we can and i don't believe that gluing yourself to roads while you can't even bother to get your own home insulated there's, you know, and still many of these people are driving. Bother, bother. You're all forgetting diesel. the financial aspect again. Yeah, I'm not forgetting it at all. It's not whether you bother to do it. Yeah, so I if think, I decided I, to be I, I an don't, activist. I don't believe it. If, I, think if I wanted to be a climate change activist, you'd tell me I didn't bother to get my house insulated, even do, though I can't financially, physically do it. You do your bit. You're a vegan. You don't. You don't subscribe to agriculture. Um, what if they're vegans? Animal what if they're all vegans? What if they all of their clothing not, is made out of hemp and it's recycled? They're, they're not. You and don't they, know that. I do because you I don't hear them. Know that. I do because I hear them. I hear them interviewed, and they that are is, pathetic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you're talking absolute BS. You cannot say that you know that the people that are gluing themselves to motorways aren't vegans, aren't doing their bit. No, the bits. You the, are. The you the, are the leaders. Villainizing them. You're villainizing them without any proof. The leaders, all. the leaders who are in who put themselves up for interview cannot deal with a single question about their pers personal lifestyles that doesn't show them to be hypocrites. All of them. We're all hypocrites. You're a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. Yeah, but Everyone I'm not gluing myself to pavements or roads no, or nothing. blocking people. You're doing nothing. You and I are doing nothing apart from buying expensive vegan food. That is apart all from doing. being vegan, apart from having an electric house which has got solar, which which only uses electricity, which is entirely renewable. 
Yeah, but it doesn't that drives only an electric that are, drives only an electric centers. car, an electric car that is powered almost exclusive. Well, no, actually, exclusively by renewable energy. But it doesn't make any difference, Dad, because you're one person or you're two people with kick. No, it, do, it doesn't you've make any difference. You literally said that yourself. It doesn't make any difference. It just difference means that you can brag on the internet. About it makes me less of a hypocrite. I don't go and glue myself to roads and then tell everybody how they should behave, but not do it myself. Do as I maybe you should say, but do not do as I do. Is what they maybe what you should if you're if you're the, you you might be the perfect candidate because you literally <laughs> have the the green eco house. <laughs> You could literally go and do it, and they they would interview you, and you'd be like, "I'm not a hypocrite." How yeah, but my lifestyle? but the problem is, I'm I'm not. I don't think what they're doing is remotely persuasive. It's the opposite. I heard Greta talking the other way, other day. I was very impressed with Greta, Greta Thunberg actually, because yes, she, she's very she, impressive. She, she, yes, because she's not like these idiots. You know, she Stop she actually says she, she she actually says, you know. We may not be able to achieve 1.5. If we can't achieve 1.5, let's go for 1.7. We may not be able to achieve 1.7. If we can't achieve 1.7, let's go for 1.9. But whatever we do, let's try and aim at getting emissions down. And I think that's the right approach. At least approach. those people are trying to do something. They're not they're they're idiots because, the, because they're just, all, all they're doing is uh, you know, alienating people who are actually largely in favour of this movement they really are anyway we that's come to... not true they're not alienating me they're well, absolutely not alienating well they, they're not they're not alienating you and that's that's great that they're not but but they're alienating unfortunately a large number of people which is a pity anyway we've come to the end of our time and as always <laughs> i've loved this conversation it may not seem as though i have but i have loved it um because i love always love to hear your views and uh, I'm sure you almost love as much hearing mine. So we would like you to... You make me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> but when that 30 minutes is over, I, that's it, it's fine. <laughs> Don't need to argue anymore. <laughs> so no, the, the, the bell has rung um, and uh, the public can decide. On which, they usually decide in your favour, unfortunately, but that's okay. Um, I am the re-educator, that's why. Well, well yeah. <laughs> So uh, we do, to our dear listeners all over the world, and, uh, you, you know, I know most of you support Little Tone, and I absolutely don't blame you, uh, but um, we would love to hear what you have to say about this. It's a, it's a big thing, isn't it? I mean, let's face it, the President of the uh, United States of America, the leader of the free world, has come over to Glasgow in Scotland to the COP26 conference, in his fleet of 20 plus cars, which got him to the venue uh, and having flown here in a huge plane, uh, which um, caused, as I understand, more um, emissions than the whole of Scotland did. That, you know, that his one operation caused more emissions than Scotland causes in a whole year. Uh, so many people to the COP26 uh, conference flew on fly, on private jets, all of which contributed hugely to emissions. It seems bonkers to me. I mean, this sort of thing can be done on video easily these days. I mean, I just, it's nuts. I mean, I find that just as hypocritical as the people who glue themselves to roads. 
Um, so, you know, I think we've just got to get real about it. We've got to be practical. It's not straightforward at all, this whole debate. Uh, we have to, we, we realize that we are in a very critical situation and we've just got to do our best and we've got to balance what we do, I think. That's what I think. Last word to you, little turn, to wrap this up. I honestly can't be bothered. But yeah, just keep <laughs> trying, people. Keep <laughs> trying. Okay. Keep trying, I think, is a good way to is is a good way to bow out of this episode. So thank you very much <laughs> uh, to my co-host. And uh thank you, everybody, dear listeners. And please, as I say, do get on our Facebook page. Look at the pictures that Little Tone is about to post on the re-educating Facebook page of her Halloween celebration. They are, the, the costume was really terrific, her and her husband, Tom. So do have a look at that and let us know what you think generally. So from now, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Bye, everyone. Bye.